Nicole Suizio. Hi, I'm Jenny Donheiser. And this is How, How Are You Brainwashed? Brainwashed? A podcast. A podcast I period. I kind of want to say something. A podcast period. I think we can still brainstorm, you know? Yeah. If you guys have any ideas on what the podcast is about and what we should say there, let us know. A we podcast had... about washing, cleaning. <laughs> I don't know. It's we had there. deprogramming, unpacking, and sometimes Dorinda or and Dorinda sometimes just doesn't make a ton of sense but um <laughs> let's just get into it babe what's going on should we tell them about our little trip yeah I guess we could talk about our little trip because we sort of have the same babe what's going on I would imagine Jenny and I just went to Portland Maine yes for a long weekend yes and uh it was nice <laughs> just just the two of us on a romantic no, no, no. Portland Maine trip no, JK, we were with our girlfriends. We went to see our girlfriend, Kate Manfrey, who had a baby last year, and it was her birthday and Mother's Day at the same time. So we said, let's go see our friend and her little baby. We ate lobster rolls. Yes. We sat on a dock. <laughs> our house, our Airbnb. All right. Let's, let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. It was slanted. It was tilted. It was built on a hill, and it was... It was tilted. It was tilted. Nicole's bed, the drawers kept opening. My nightstands kept <laughs> opening as I was trying to sleep. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect Airbnb. And we know that. And we will continue to learn that. There's no such thing as a good Airbnb. Maybe I won't go that far. Sure. But I, uh, Airbnbs jump the shark. Yeah. Get me back into a hotel. Yeah. But if we'd been in a hotel, we wouldn't have been able to leisurely hang in the living room, chat, chat. We need to be able to afford a suite. Oh, okay. You know? So so <laughs> until we can afford a suite, it's like bugs and no air conditioning and until tilted today, houses. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So listeners, if you um join our Patreon, we don't have one. <laughs> um what were your highlights of our trip? My highlights were spending time with the baby. Yeah. She's um, she's gorgeous. Very cute. Um and smart, you know. Not just about looks, but she's beautiful. Yeah. Also, really good food in Portland, Maine. I mean, hands down, all the restaurants we went to, I thought, you know, we live in New York City. That's the best food in the world. You go to another town, you're like, this food sucks ass. Why is everyone bad at making food? Not Portland, Maine. I had essentially a dirty martini, but instead of olive juice, they used Parmesan cheese. And it was I mean, amazing. And I'll be thinking about it for a long time. <laughs> is it better than the MSG martini at Bonnie's? I like any umami martini pretty much. <laughs> it was really good, I have to say. I have been thinking about it. And yeah. you know what? I haven't been thinking about the MSG martini as much. Okay, so that, there's your answer. So cheese martini for the win. <laughs> it had olive oil in it? Yeah. Love that. I love when a drink has olive oil in it. It's so rare. Except for the Starbucks coffees. What? That's a thing right now that Starbucks has olive oil coffee. I never heard of and this. And the baristas are like, please don't order it. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Similar did I tell you, I went to go in the Bobby Moynihan train hall at Penn Station, as I like to call it, um, the new Amtrak place. There's a Jacob's Pickles. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they had pickle ice cream. And I said, I got to try that. The guy looks at me in my eyes. He says... You're not going to like it. <gasps> wow. I, said, I no, I want to. It sounds so fun. He's like, I'm going to give you a taste of it. 
if you like it, absolutely, we'll put that transaction <laughs> through, but you're not going to want it. And he was right. It was bad. Wow. What a nice man. He really took care of me. He said, no, everybody <laughs> I've ever sold to the this company. To. Please don't sell him out. But it, I mean, because all day he must just be selling pickle ice cream. And then five minutes later, someone comes back and says, I hate this. Right. What did it taste like? If you can describe. And it tastes like pickle ice cream, but <laughs> it, it was vegan. I'll say that. Oh, so yeah. So like maybe if it was creamier with true coconut cre- milk yeah, or coconut something. Yeah, coconut pickle. Now yeah. I've heard everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> what was your highlight of the trip? I would say that my highlight of the trip, there was a bizarre, I'm going to say club that oh, we went mm-hmm. to that now the <laughs> the decor was haunted tgi fridays it was filled to the brim of sorry trash including <laughs> like mannequins and around the whole bar was broken office chairs and that's what you sat in and there were big plastic animals it's called bubba's sulky lounge in portland the clientele was wild <laughs> like it just all ages all vibes <laughs> And it, it was really just being in a TGI Fridays that was an evil club. Mm, yeah, I missed it. I wasn't feeling well. So I said, I got to go Jenny sleep in allergies. a tilted Airbnb. Yeah, my allergies did attack really me. really came with a vengeance. Yeah, they well, broke it was my a weird face. Club. Yeah, I, I'm sad I missed it. The pictures were bizarre. <laughs> we'll post some. It was, it so was, that was a highlight. It just was unlike anything that's ever happened okay, to me okay, before. Okay, and okay. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I've had a lobster roll. I've gone to dinner. But like this, I never <laughs> had that before in my life. We also played, we went to our arcade bar. Sure. Played a lot of hoop fever. Yeah. Ski ball. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole played Big Buck Hunter, which I've seen you play many times. Yeah. I like to shoot a CGI animal, <laughs> I guess. I, I don't... Um, I don't support real hunting. I guess I do if you're going to use all parts of the animal or whatever. But for me, I just, um, yeah, I, I needed a game to play while you you guys were playing Pac-Man. <laughs> so I, I was quite bad at it. Just a group of 35-year-old women playing hey. Pac-Man and Big Buck Hunter on a Friday night She's in Portland, Maine. She's obsessed with saying how old we are. <laughs> well, I love you and I loved our trip. Thanks. And do you know what else I love? Our guest. Our guest. <laughs> I pretty much love our guest. Um, we are welcoming a star of screen and stage. Ever heard of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yes. Ever heard of Only Murders in the Building? Ever heard of Spotlight? Ever heard of The Post? Ever heard of Stage Kiss? Ever heard of Jack in a Box? Ever heard of the best episode of High Maintenance ever? Absolutely. Episodes. Please. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> our guest, Michael, Michael Cyril Crichton. Oh my gosh, you said my name right. Wrong. You gave oh, me. No, you said it right, oh, and you gave me such a good intro. Okay, I panicked. I feel so comfortable. For the past six minutes, I've been trying to clear my throat quietly. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, get it out now. I just wanted to join out. in because I've been to <gasps> not Portland, Maine, but I, I'm going to forget wherever Bowdoin is. There's a university called or a school called Bowdoin. Okay. And it might be called Bangor, Maine or something. It's somewhere mm-hmm. near Portland. They have a gelato place that also has a branch in Portland. And it's the best gelato I ever had. And I wanted to know if you went there. It's called Here's... Gelato Fiasco. 
Oh, Here's I don't think that's where they went. No, okay, because the flavors that they were talking about sounded incredible. Oh. Like we blue were cheese idiots. and buffalo sauce. Yeah, I'm like pretty sure that's where they place. went. Jenny and I were feeling lazy, and we went back to the Airbnb. While <laughs> you the other didn't girls... go get gelato. <laughs> the other girls walked out of their way to get ice cream, and we said, "I'll feed her. We want to go home." No, it was gelato fiasco. Fuck I'm sure me. of it. But yes. they, I think they sell them in grocery stores. Like little okay. pints, but not the crazy flavors. Because when I was like there, was so cucumber and like they said, "Oh all... yeah, it was years ago." And it was Super Bowl Sunday, I think, and there was like a potato chip one, which was delicious. Yeah, and the one I remember is blue cheese and buffalo sauce, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. The worst ice cream I ever had. <laughs> I was also thinking of this with your pickle ice cream mm-hmm. in uh, Martha's Vineyard. There's a place that serves lobster ice cream. <gasps> nope, which is. I don't know what the base is, but mm-hmm. it has butter ribbons through it and frozen pieces of lobster. And it is absolutely rancid. It is the most <laughs> horrifying thing I ever ate. Rancid. Ooh, I can God. still taste it like 15 years later. It is. It's like sucking on a milky fish stick. No, 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 you know no, no, I mean? no, no, no. Like, no, it's, no, no. it's I atrocious. Die. And butter <laughs> ribbons are not for me. No. Wow. Oh, God. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds dramatic. <laughs> but can I ask a question? Yeah. Can you tell me more about the Parmesan cheese yeah. mm. uh, martini? So the name of it was the Joe Formaggio, which I thought that's cute. Mm. It's at Leeward is the restaurant. And it was now here's what I have to say. It's it, there were not chunks of cheese in it. So I, do I know how it got in there? No. Maybe it was shaken. Maybe it was I, infused Sometimes in a way. Sometimes they wash. Like I once had an Al Pastor margarita. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and my they God. basically, I guess, washed the, the tequila through Al Pastor pork. And there was like pineapple stuff in it. Ooh. But it was clear. It's almost like when you yeah. make a milk punch or whatever, where you have all the flavors, but it's like clarified through something. Mm-hmm. So I bet they like. I don't know what washing means, but you know what I'm saying, right? I'll say that it looks sort of foggy. So it it wasn't full clear martini. It was a cheese fog to it. Mm. (laughs) Maybe they shook it in a... Yeah, exactly. Like a carved out cheese cup. (laughs) You know what I mean? Delicious. Yeah. You know, like when they make cacio pepe. Absolutely. In every restaurant making cacio pepe in a goddamn hollowed out Parmesan (laughs) rye. Yeah, please. More. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good trip. I wish I was on that trip. It was nice. Have you been on any good trips lately? Mm, no. The awesome. last trip I went. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a single one. Well, thank no. you guys for joining Does Long Island count? <laughs> um, no, I think in September I went to Nice, France. <gasps> and that was an incredible trip. It feels so far away. Yeah. But it was pretty great. And hit all of the like little spots of like, cheese and (laughs) art Mm -hmm. and mediterranean sea and swimming and the beaches were a little treacherous because they were like rocks yeah just big rocks but the cool thing about that is when you're in the water when the tide comes in you hear like rocks hitting Mm. each other it's very very peaceful i can hear it now um and there's good art and there was like you know, medieval villages, gay places to go. and Love that. Love great. those both. Love Medieval all and gay places. And cheese. Oh, so much and cheese. Most mm. cheese. And most of all, cheese. most of all, cheese. Nicole and I have been there together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have? We've been to Nice together. Yeah. Really? We did a yeah. South of France trip with our gal pals. Still paying it off. Just kidding. Five or six years ago. It was great. Yeah. The things I remember from that trip are I had a hot dog that was red. 
<laughs> they gave it to me there with a hot red casing. I said, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we had an amazing Thai meal after <laughs> meals of French food. French oh, food. Yes. We said we, we need to change it up. It. And that Thai dinner was one of the best meals we yes. had in all of Paris. <laughs> we went to, of course, Versailles. Right. And that's the mm. best thing that I ever saw. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of women who were uh, like we did a day trip to Ez, mm. which is like a little medieval village where they mm. make limoncello, I think, Ugh. or lic- liqueurs like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really so medieval. Like it's not like fake medieval. It's like cobblestones. Mm. Uh, that's the only thing I know. Like spires, <laughs> a beautiful sculpture garden. It was really great. But I think that was the day trip where there were a bunch of women who came from Paris for a couple of days, but they were in Paris to see, I think Ed Sheeran and they were like giant <laughs> Ed Sheeran fans. And the Whoa. one woman that was sitting next to me was like, it was a great concert. She like had <laughs> lost her voice. And this was also like, I was still afraid of COVID and she was constantly like, I can't really talk. <laughs> and I was like, is she, does she have Ed Sheeran induced laryngitis or is oh, she God. giving me COVID? But they had a similar trip too. I think they went to Paris yeah. and they went to Nice and <laughs> yes, they did all yes, of the yes, things. Yes. We just went to Nice and then took like little day trips from there. That's nice. It was yeah. incredible. I wish we had had more time in Nice. I remember liking yeah. it. It felt like a, a perfect combination of like big city plus the beach. And that is, that's my ideal. The beach. I want to eat well plus put my butt in the ocean. Ooh, yeah. That's hear my those dream. rocks. You're yes. kidding each other. We all go to sleep. We all pass out mm. now. <laughs> well, obviously, I am watching this season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel having a blast. Yeah, it's really fun, right? It, no stinker seasons, I don't think, in that show. No. It's like, a very beautiful show. It's like, it's always, even if you're, you know, I'm always enjoying watching it, but like, there's always something for someone. It's so visually stunning. Yeah. So that if you're hooked in, you're hooked in mm. and something's grabbing you. Yeah. And she's so incredible. She's so incredible. The whole cast is incredible. And it's like, you can't look, you can't be on your phone or doing something else on that show. Cause yes, there's so mm-hmm. much that you are needing to absorb. But my question is where also big Gilmore girls stands in I this house. Mean, right. I read this one thing about Gilmore girls that they have 40 minute episodes, but the scripts were like 60 pages long, yes. which normally the rule is like a page per minute. Mm-hmm. So you are getting yeah. that dialogue in quick, 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 mm-hmm. quick, quick. My question is, was that, true for this show and does everybody fall into like the amy sherman paladino rhythm you yes absolutely the the scripts were very long like at yeah. least mm-hmm. at least 90 pages i think oh my god but it was truly like just from the audition onward it's you have to talk fast and say the words exactly as written there is no mm. embellishing there's no adding pauses there's nothing it's really you honestly i went to a different part of my brain because it was mm-hmm. like you don't have time to think about anything you just kind of talk fast and say the words right and if you don't say the words right there are people there who come and tell you you're not saying them right Uh and we i think i was on it for eight months we were filming Uh, like it was a long it was a long thing by the end i was like i can't stop talking fast i can't stop talking fast i can't stop talking fast i never can think again i don't know what i'm gonna do um and you just do get into a rhythm of it but you kind of have to come in right away with that rhythm because they shoot things like I don't know. This is probably an exaggeration, probably not the right numbers, but I think there was a 13 page scene that we shot as a one which like, you know, Whoa. with going from room to room with people talking really fast. If you're the one 
dipshit that drops your line yeah. on page 12 of that it's yeah. like so embarrassing and i think i have been that person for sure now, everybody was so incredible but it's a lot of pressure it's yeah. like you just it, you do go i went to a different part of my brain it was like fast and fast and <laughs> uh, crisp and yeah. i think it worked out well but like it does feel insane when you're done it's you're like what did i just did I just do it right? Yeah. Because <laughs> all I know is I just did it fast. <laughs> really, the amount of words that so many people have to say on that show and get it out in that very specific rhythm. Like this season started and you're in the 80s. And I was like really confused for a second. I was like, am I in the right show? And then the dialogue started happening. And I was like, oh, this is the sound of yeah. the, <laughs> this is the sound yeah. of Mrs. Maisel. So I'm in the right show. But like, why am I in a different time period? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so it's really impressive. Like, I mean, it's so impressive to like write those scripts that are so jam packed and full of detail and so rich. And it all to fit into that like hour or in Gilmer's girl's case, 40 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an incredible skill. I mean, it's it's shocking. You're Whoa. such good, legit actor. Like we are in presence of like yes, fucking actor right now. Guess what? What? Still wildly insecure, <gasps> but extremely confident at the same time. I mean, it's I like mean, such. A, it's like I don't actors. think it'll ever stop, right? I gotta say, I had a tarot reading last <laughs> night you? with my girl, who had a lot of amazing things to say. She said that things will happen in acting for me, but I can't control it and I need to stop because if I'm trying to choke it so hard, then that's not going to work. And you know what? I really feel like I'm going to kind of let it go. I think it's true. I think it's so true. Much like I, when I'm waiting for, sorry, the subway in New York, I say, (laughs) I can't control when that train gets to me. I am just going to park my little ass and whatever happens, happens. So I'm going to park my little ass for my acting career. And um, yeah, the only thing I, when I learned the only thing I could control was being prepared. Yeah. Mm, Like I can only control what I can do and how I can feel. And if I'm prepared, I don't feel bad for doing a bad job. And then I can't be upset about anything. Right. Cause then it's like, okay, they just didn't want me this time for this. I mean, it takes a long, I mean, it takes a long ass time to get to that point where you're like, it's not about me. It's not personal. It doesn't matter. They didn't want someone who looked like me. And that's not a bad thing. Like necessarily it takes forever. I feel like I'm like there now. It doesn't hurt, you know, but that's easy to say when you're working a lot, I Mm -hmm. guess. But um, it is like very freeing to be like, oh, all I can control is myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially because there's so much like you got to get out there and make your own stuff and write your own buy. And like, yeah. it's just like, uh, maybe that's sure. I don't for think somebody, that's bad advice. For some people. That's not bad advice, but also <laughs> it's okay if you don't do yeah, that. Yeah. It's literally different for every single person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you're not like inspired, if there's not a specific thing you want to say or I know, tell, and then you're just or, doing and you're a just web series generating and it's content for, because you want to whatever, an right. agent and nobody needs that. No. No. nobody needs your <laughs> no. your web series yeah I, I had to learn that lesson in creating content being like why am i creating this content <laughs> like is this yeah. actually something i'm working through and want to share mm-hmm. and do right. or is this just i need to be doing something and this is the only thing i can do well that was like when i got rid of facebook and i like but like realizing wow everything i say is not interesting <laughs> uh, is so 
such a wonderful feeling to have. You know, it's like not yeah. every thought is for everyone. I don't Definitely need to not. say everything I think, and yet I have a podcast, and so it doesn't make a ton of <laughs> well, sense. Well, thank God but, you do. But um, this is the perfect forum for you, I think. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah, I think, you know, you don't need to necessarily, although I do think she should put Housewives and not on TikTok, just to see what happens. You already have just it. Just put it on. Okay, I'll put it on the How Are You okay. Brainwashed TikTok. Oh, yeah. Housewives Sonata? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should. I mean, things from... The golden years of <laughs> 2009 and 2013 yeah, yeah. really are finding a whole new this audience. The very kids... Mary Kate. I, I couldn't believe when she put that on oh God, and people were like Mary Kate. so into oh, it. Oh, yeah. And it was such a formidable moment back then. So, yeah, Housewife Sonata will never get old. It's perfect for TikTok. Okay, we'll get it on the talk. But yeah, I think there's always so much anxiety of, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Am I being seen? Am I being seen? Yeah, I it's think like, I'm sort of going to let it go. I think yeah. I'm going to sort of be like, it's actually out of my hands. I think that's yeah. healthy. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Love that. I think that actually works. Now, have you met Meryl Streep? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. I met her when I did the post, very briefly. Oh, so you're already old uh, And I got to Meryl. watch her work a lot in that, but I didn't really interact with her much. But yeah, I got to meet her and be around all, quite a bit this season. Wow. And I've seen a bunch of the season already. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful. I wish I could say more, but it's like very satisfying. I think the show is the best it's ever been. Ooh. It is the fucking funniest uh, I it love. It is funnier than ever uh, this season, ooh. I think. And I'm not even... Not this me. is only murders in the building. Now we've transitioned from we've Mrs. transitioned, um, <laughs> yes. which is also funny. And that's what we're saying. I can't wait. It's so good when Meryl's in the room. Are all uh, is everyone just like has one eye on her? <laughs> Feels like I, I found her very welcoming and very like a real actor's actor. And she was not. It didn't feel like. I mean, obviously, yes, it feels like there's she's Meryl's a, a goddess in the, in yeah, the room. Yes. And and it's. It definitely has an energy, but it's not an intimidating energy and it's not a scary energy. It's just a, it's an energy. She's there. Yeah. But she's very welcoming and she's never, it never feels, she feels very down to earth is what I, I thought, my impression of her. So you're not going to give us like clickbait that she hit you? <laughs> no, no, she did not. Okay. All right, that's fine. I will not. She's nice to me and very talented and kind. Okay, good. Uh, did you ever think that, okay, working already with two true legends and hey of let's, and let's, three, let's say selena, selena gomez let's is a, leave selena out so sorry selena <laughs> gomez watch yourself right now selena gomez erasure i love selena gomez she has my birthday she's from my hometown oh really there's a lot going on between wow. me and selena okay we were both on barney jk i wanted to be on barney but you know we all, we all <laughs> want to be on barney certainly <laughs> okay i'm so sorry three hollywood legends yeah and then to uh, show up third season and then be like we're gonna get even crazier and get Mel streep in here no it's really over i mean it's overwhelming and then again going to a different part of my brain but they're all so welcoming and all so kind it yeah. really is like there's nothing salacious to say about that job like there's no good clickbait because it really is <laughs> and if you ask anybody who's been on it it is just the nicest job from top no. to bottom people are happy to be there people are kind to each other it's so fun it's really nice to be part of a show that I'm such a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love watching it. I'm not in every episode, and I love all the episodes equally. Like, it is a true joy. And Steve Morty and Selena really set the tone. It's like we have three incredible hosts. Anybody who walks in that building is welcomed. It's really nice. 
I'm very lucky, and it's real cool. The vibe really comes across. And Paul Rudd, by the way. I, oh, oh, oh! <sighs> we forgot Paul Rudd. Yeah. For Paul Rudd to be forgotten, you have to have a stack. And then cast. it's like working theater legends yeah. of New York City. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like Jackie Hoffman and Jackie I mean. Hoffman. Teddy Kaluka, <laughs> and like just all these incredible people. Like, there's never a boring day. There's so many good surprises in this season, I, I but can't I can't wait. tell you. There hasn't been a like a release date or anything. Yes, there oh, is. Oh. August eighth. Oh, oh my god, that's so soon. Yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I've heard that there's a musical. That much I know. Maybe that got the internet told us that. Was that leaked out somewhere? Well, well, I can't say for there... sure. There's a definite theatrical quality this season. Yes. Very theatrical. There was a play. There was some sort yeah, of that, production. That's what we. It ended on the play, right? Right. right. It ended on the with play. Paul so now we're mm-hmm. starting with the play. Yeah, we go back. Wow. I did have an audition for the stage manager for the play, but um, I <laughs> honor and respect whoever got that part. <laughs> and you'll still watch. And it wasn't meant to be me, and I will still watch. Sometimes, Nicole, I'll say I'm watching something, and she says, I don't watch that because I auditioned for it, and I didn't book. And I'll say, oh. if it's like a big part. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Little, if it's a little part, I'll watch. But a lot of times, it's like, then it's someone so different that it's like, well, I can't be mad. That's how I approach it, because I'm... A real adult. <laughs> I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm super baby. No, no, you're right. no. You're, I'm you're baby. a little baby. I'm a no, little you're perfect. Dumb, no, no. I, I get the feeling, but sometimes, like, often, I'll, it'll be so drastically different than me. Totally. That I'll be yeah. like, well, this was not my meant to be. Right. And you know, I was never going to watch This Is Us anyway, so it's not always. <laughs> it's not always. <laughs> Did you I for This Is Us? Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been wonderful? Um, we'll never know. should we ask the question yes let's go forth okay so Mm. we do have a question that we ask on this podcast okay which is the central question which is (laughs) how were you brainwashed so by that we mean like what did you grow up maybe thinking was true what from society from media from programming what did you think like that's just how the world works and then at some point you were like actually no that's a lie I did think about this. I'm going to start like very specific, but it's part of a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was brainwashed to believe having a dog was the most stressful thing and just an absolute Kathy comic. Like it was like, ah, the dog, you know, like the dog ate the shoes. The dog's barking. The dog's jumping on me. The dog this. Like I think from people in my life, it might be a very Long Island sort of vibe Mm -hmm. with their dogs. Like dogs were never easy in my neighborhood or on tv (laughs) or on or on shows that i watched or whatever it was always like oh there's the dog being a dog being annoying Mm. Uh, get off me dog you know like and i don't know i think that's i was brainwashed for a long time into thinking that i had a dog when i was younger my grandparents had a dog kelly she was pretty sweet but she was kind of boring she was like an irish setter i was very young i didn't really have much of a connection with (laughs) her yeah there wasn't a connection no we weren't connected um She was so regal. And I was a kid. I didn't know how to connect. (laughs) But then when I was 16, my mom got me a dog. I didn't want one at that time. Oh, like, you know, when you're it's a six... tough age to, to a receive a dog. Like, it dog was really gift. nice. I mean, it was very kind. I can't be mad about it. But I was like, there's a picture of me holding the dog. And I'm like, I might have been you're younger like, than 16. But it was an age where you're like, I don't want a surprise dog. I don't want to teach yeah. a dog how to do stuff. And the dog was so cute. But so bad. And mm. we never trained it well. And <laughs> mm. it literally became years of just being like, Luna, 
Luna! <laughs> oh, Luna just ate something off the table. Luna! <laughs> and like and then someone gets out of their car like five blocks away and you hear Luna barking at them. Like <laughs> she was a boxer. So she was like oh, a jump, oh. jumpy, yep. jumpy, jumpy dog. I loved her a lot, but it was like, was convinced that having a dog was a lot of work, very stressful yeah. and really altered your life for maybe not the better the sometimes. Yeah. Mm. And then I got a dog. As an adult, I spent, well, I spent years and years being like, should I get a dog? Should I get a dog? Mm -hmm. I would visit dogs after therapy at this pet store (gasps) and I knew I didn't want to buy a dog, but I would visit dogs and name them and then come back and be like, maybe I will get that dog. And then it would be gone or it would be sick or like, they were like, oh, it's in the back. It has a cough. And I'm like, where is that dog? I get very attached to these dogs that (laughs) I think are no longer with us. There were several Sharons before I got my Sharon. The mm-hmm. best name for a dog I've incredible, ever yeah, incredible heard. name. Her name's Sharon Elizabeth Master Antonio. Um, <laughs> she's a star. star. Jaw so I, but me and my husband, we both were obsessed with dachshunds. We were obsessed with dogs. We would go visit them, or always loved seeing them, but never made the jump because we thought it was going to alter our life in a way that was stressful yeah. and not yeah. the better. Totally, that is what they that's, say. That's what they yeah. Say. yeah. Oh, they're dog. like it's so expensive. I'm yeah, like, especially in New York. I have a dog. And I feel like in New York, they're like, oh, you got to be home all the time. You got to be making sure, you know, I was always like, my life's too crazy. I'm on the run in New York. You're like running from thing to thing. So I always thought there's no way with the lifestyle I have now that I can have Yeah, there is. I mean, it also is so wonderful to have like a schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a reason to get out of bed when you hear the rest, you know. During COVID, Um, a reason to go outside. Yeah. I was like, I got to go outside, a reason, someone who's always happy to see you when you come home, no matter what. And like, it's just the greatest thing. I'm kind of sad that I was brainwashed for so long and probably a lot by myself, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. the bigger thing is that, like, I have been brainwashed. I don't know by who, I don't know by how, Mm -hmm. by how, um, (laughs) into constantly preparing for the worst case scenario in every single situation of my life the minute something good happens i know i i think of all the bad ways it could end yeah and that was how i thought about a dog like um yeah. what if it doesn't connect with me what if i what if it's you know I, it's not trained what if it, we i mean honestly though we lucked out this dog is just the most perfect she's gorgeous she hates other dogs it's the only thing that's wrong with her (laughs) i mean it's not that bad of a quality honestly we rescued her from this place muddy paws she uh is we were on the wait list it was so hard to get this Mm -hmm. damn dog it was september 2019 um they were like the person hasn't shown up before to meet fiona which was her original name so we got a meeting with her and she was just perfect she was crate trained which Ooh, wow. now she sleeps in the bed right between us. Um, <laughs> she doesn't bark really much. She was house trained or housebroken, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. She doesn't go to the bathroom inside. She's cuddly. She makes a lot of eye contact. She's Sharon. just so sweet and has made my life so much better yeah. in every single way. So We love pets here on this yeah. podcast. We brought this to the right podcast. Yeah, that's so interesting. I also too thought I can never have a dog, but I ended up getting him in the pandemic because... I was like, I'm trapped in my house. I'm sad. I, you know, this is the perfect time to do that. Yeah. But literally everyone in New York City was trying to get a dog at the right. same time. So right. it was really hard to find one. I, I applied and was rejected. What? To some 
rescues. Well, <laughs> rescues are a little too much. Why I do know. you think? I'm like, I got love to give. I yeah. got love yeah. to give. And like, I didn't know that I'd be head oh. over heels for a dog and treat it like the person and love it so much and do anything for it. I didn't know that I would be that kind of parent. But like, totally. you got to give people a chance. Yeah. Even, yeah. If, even if this dog was, I mean, I have to be honest, even if this dog was a nightmare, like a Kathy comic dog, but like, ah, come on, yeah. the dog's jumping, I would still think she was the most perfect thing in the world. It's, yeah. I right. imagine yeah. most people would. He could bite my fucking nose <laughs> off. I'd say, I love you, baby. Do it you again. sweet baby. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Why was I rejected? I think they were just being really hyper. Because everyone was trying to get a dog and I had never had a rescue dog before. Right. So I think they thought, well, you know, maybe. Is this just a COVID whim? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was rejected from a couple places and then got into got into a couple <laughs> other places. <laughs> but ended up getting my dog from a rescue in Texas. So I only met him oh. on FaceTime before. Oh my God. Talked to his foster, saw him on FaceTime, was like, how is he? Is to he meet okay? a dog on FaceTime and then say, absolutely, yeah. take my $200. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Drive him here from Texas in a van. I picked him up from a van. In they the... drove him here? Yes, mm-hmm. with like 40 They're other like, dogs. we got to get rid of this monster. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of rescues in the South that like will drive dogs to major cities because I guess there's mm. just so many dogs hanging out yeah, around. Well, Sharon in is the... from Kentucky. She doesn't yeah. have an accent, but. She's from Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Where are all those dogs in the South? I think there's, I think the South is big, first of all. And I think uh, dogs are horny there. Yeah, they're like Mm. just sort of a lot of rogue. (laughs) There's a lot of sex dogs. Yeah, they're dogs. Yeah, they're just like, (laughs) they're not fucking as much. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So. Yeah, they, they brought him here in a van, and we picked him up in New Jersey in a Home Depot parking lot at 11.30 p.m. That's oh a drug deal. Oh, my God. What's his name? <laughs> Monty. Was that the name given or the name he came No. With? His name was Tucker. And we said... Monty mm. is much better than Tucker. Because you think I mean, of Tucker, you know, the Tucker. The Tucker, exactly. The news. Oh, yeah. And I, I, can't, I can't be Mm-mm. doing that when Mm-mm. I want to... Jenny's a huge s- fan of that Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> she almost kept it. But yeah, the love that we are able to feel and give to our pets, they are fully our children. I do have anxiety leaving him. In the beginning when I had to go places, I was like, oh my God, is he okay? No, like, I had what's full he doing? At, yeah. I had a, because we got him right before the pandemic. And I remember Christmas before the pandemic, I was at a party and someone wanted to continue playing pin the tail on the donkey or something and i did not want to play it because i needed to get home <laughs> to see my dog and i was yeah. so intensely high strung about it i've definitely eased out a bit um but yeah you you, you don't want to leave him yeah i still don't want to leave him i don't either um, i wish i could have brought her here she would have loved <laughs> to meet ravioli i wonder meeting ravioli was like meeting met- a celebrity yeah i mean i mean I know that's right. <laughs> and I just want to say to the listeners, if you're sort of listening to the pod and you're saying, okay, I don't get pets. Why are they talking about their animals? I was you and I understand, but you need to just know it is different. <laughs> it, it is different. It is different yeah. if you have a pet. And it has I'm, rewired my brain. It lowered it my blood, made, blood pressure. Oh my God. It has made my life. Really? Truly. I don't know. 90... <laughs> I thought you had data around no, that's, it. That's how I feel. I look at him and I feel... Well, definitely has my helped blood pressure with... pressure is lowered. Like anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It is like truly if I feel myself getting worked up, I go look in her eyes and just give her a little scratchy. Yeah. So 
Yeah. It is the best. Yeah. I, I didn't know I'd be so crazy about her, but I am. Hey, listeners, if you're on the fence, if you're thinking about it and yeah, you're like, you say go for it. We, this or group a says, check, try yeah, a little yes. fostering. There's plenty of dogs out there that need a little foster. Yeah. And that can be you. I always, I still am on a lot of emails for rescues and I see the fosters come in. I'm like, shit. I know. I wish Sharon liked other dogs because I would get another one. But I don't want to really take any attention away from her. Yeah. yeah. She's know. baby. She's baby. Now, where are you in the journey of the larger expecting the worst, of, of thinking mm-hmm. that the worst thing is going to happen? Um, A lot better mm-hmm. because I've had enough experiences where I've prepared myself for the worst and it would then realize, oh, wow, that was such a waste of time. Yeah. I feel like that's a big shift when you're like... Totally. Oh, I had that like sort of ang- anxious sort of meltdown or spent you know a week feeling sick to my stomach because I was anxious about something and then it happened and I almost didn't enjoy it because I spent right. so much time worrying about it mm-hmm. and worrying how it could have gone wrong so I'm able to like be aware that I do that mm-hmm. so that's helpful mm-hmm. uh, and sort of quiet down that voice when it starts it's yeah. not great though I mean it's still there you know still always it's so hard. Very nervous I have it about too. the the, yeah, the worst case scenario yeah. in all aspects, not just like work related, life related, socially, mm-hmm. like everything. I just like I'm like, oh, what if I do that thing and then I do something dumb and then I, like I trip and then I rip my suit and then my suit is ripped and I don't have another suit and I'm in another town, <laughs> like you know, just dumb yes. spiraling. Yeah, but I've wasted enough days doing that then mm-hmm. now i'm kind of a little bit like don't do that to yourself or anybody else don't do it to anybody else yeah. too. it's so annoying i mean we've had dinners where <laughs> i've been full mm-hmm. on anxiety paranoia i like mm-hmm. realizing that those are just phases yeah like they're sort of like uh i don't know like moons or like mm-hmm. retrogrades no, totally, like sort of, yeah they've gotten less frequent I'm more aware that they are absolutely my manufacturing. But you've been there when I've been spiraling, you know, for no reason about nothing that matters. It just feels real when it's happening. I can't tell myself it's not real. So you're just like reaching out to other people like, can you tell me it's not real? It's okay, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's okay, right? Like, can you do it? And that works sometimes, but but not not really. really. No, because people are like, what? Right. Why are you saying that? I mean, also being brainwashed into thinking that that, level of anxiety was a normal way of living totally mm. same like i it took me till i was maybe 38 mm-hmm. i'm older than that now to realize oh i don't have to feel this way all the time and this is right. not yeah. normal to feel this yeah. way all the time in all situations like i told you guys i didn't like doing podcasts because mm-hmm. i was always afraid of I was always like on the outside. Totally. Side always looking in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that musical one day. Um, You'd be great. Knock, You'd be knock, great. Be door. a great Evan Hansen. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. So I, was, I was on the outside. Uh, okay. I was on the outside always <laughs> looking in at myself and not being able to be myself. I yeah. was like, so, like talking like I thought I was supposed to talk. Right. And then mm. I would become so self-conscious and so awkward. And I was always afraid of saying the wrong thing. So I didn't feel like I was being myself. Mm-hmm. And now I've like, I feel like that is lifting a little bit. I think it all comes with like therapy, age. Totally. Yeah. Um, good people in my life. Mm-hmm. I have great people in my life and nice friends and a wonderful husband and a nice family. So like, it's like, but I thought for a long time that was the way it was. I know. Yeah. Same. Same. But people same. still do. I see it in other people. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think you can fully explain it to someone until they realize it on their own that like you don't have to live 
with this level of anxiety. Right. It's mm-hmm. never going to go away fully. Right. Yes. But there are ways to manage it. There are ways to be aware of it. There are ways to get ahead of it. And to live with it so it is not like impeding your ability to function. Right. right. Like. Yeah. And you have to look for your tells, like whatever your tells are. Like I will start feeling very insecure and I'll be like, oh, that mm-hmm. person, that person's mad at me. I said the wrong thing. That, that, that. But just I'll get in an insecurity spiral like that. And yeah. that like lets me know, oh, oh, OK, great. So we're not dealing in reality anymore. Yes. This is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, that this... person's out to get me and I don't know why. And I said the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And that's right. why they hate me. And I'm, so bad. Like I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. Yeah. Recognizing that pattern of thought yes is really helpful so yes. you can realize that it is the liar that's talking to you and not your gut your true feelings the smart no. person within <laughs> no. it's the liar oh absolutely yeah. the for me yeah it's definitely what's reality and what's not reality has been my long-term struggle yeah, yeah. and it took i feel like i had a real big epiphany my sister-in-law is a psychiatrist and she was talking about anxiety and i was like do you think like, and she was like, yeah, you're, you're anxious. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you should look at medication. And I was yeah. like, Oh, uh, thank you. I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I really needed someone else who like, yeah, she knows me well at this point. We spend a lot of time together, like to be like, yeah, you should, yeah, you are an anxious person and that's okay. And like, there are things that mm-hmm. you can probably do for that. Yeah. Anxious people like, are also a lot of fun to be around. I find like most of my favorite people are anxious people. They're all great energy and they just have spirals sometimes. If you don't <laughs> suffer from anxiety, are you even smart? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you don't have depression, do you really know what's going on in the world? Like, I'm right. not sure. Well, I think people with anxiety, we've talked about this, tend mm-hmm. to try to get ahead of it. Oh, like, yeah. and are, uh, for me, I'm just yeah. like overshare. Mm-hmm. And that yep. I think is kind of fun. Like I relate to other people that are like walking into the room and be like, I'm having all these problems and here's what's going you know, on. I need an ally. Yeah, yeah. Is it you stranger? And you're like, uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I bond with people and get to know people is like, mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't with some people, but y- you well, know, that's like the trick too is mm-hmm. like learning. So like I'm an anxious overshare. I'm anxious the mm-hmm. same, but learning and it's not about the people. It's about how certain people make you, f- how you feel about oversharing with certain people. Mm-hmm. It's a very delicate line. I am very careful now not to overshare with people who, for one reason or another, sort of make me go into that place where right. I go into like the oh, overthinking uh-huh. and feel like, oh, did I share too much? Am I overjudged? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Am I oversharing? Am I being judged or whatever? And that's all on me. That's not on them. Totally. And then you put all this stuff on. It's just, it's just a, a little bit on them. Not everybody. <laughs> okay. No, sometimes it's really it's a little noggin. It's all inside the house. It's a little brain. Yeah. It's a little kikiku. We don't know enough about the brain. I mean, <laughs> well, we need to know more about the brain. The brain is studying the brain. <laughs> <laughs> How can it figure it out? <laughs> That's science. I always reference Lady Gaga on Oprah's podcast. What the hell was her podcast called? Like Super Soul Sessions, where she talks about having fibromyalgia and how that is a psychosomatic disease and there's judgment around psychosomatic diseases because they're coming from the brain but that doesn't mean it's not true and that her pain isn't actually happening to her her brain is causing the pain you know i had no idea that was what fibromyalgia was is that is it fibromyalgia am i saying the wrong thing here's the thing i don't know um (laughs) 
And I don't know if that's true for everyone with fibromyalgia that or just like Lady Gaga. So maybe we should. Maybe like <laughs> hysterical pregnancies. Yeah, yeah. That's something the brain does or to like, the body. They think IBS, a lot of it can come from oh. the brain. Yeah, from or anxiety. Adelaide guys and dolls. Oh yeah, the uh, okay. The, yes, I got it. I, I know musical. Yeah, when okay, she's whatever. psychosomatic symptoms. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, honey and honey and who's a favorite Virginia Woolf? I don't know if you watch straight plays or know those. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a straight but, play. Yeah, she has we a unfortunately pregnancy. went to acting school, the David Mamet acting hey, school. Hey, so. hey, oh yeah, I thought you were pretty tough girls. <laughs> sort of fucking tough and yeah, fuck rough. Glenn Gary, uh, give me the leads. Yeah, etc. Give me the uh, lead. Give me the lead. I got a lead here that I I I couldn't do a mammoth play if you paid me. I don't Never think I could do it. I don't think I have it anyway. Hey, that's style. not true. You've got, you did Palladino. Yeah, I know, true. but they're very different. I'd say <laughs> same. Gilmore Girls is Glengarry Glen Ross. It's the same material if you really sort of look at it. What is Glengarry Glen Ross? I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't know. It's about sales, sales or something. Yeah, yeah we always close be closing. The deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. god, it's not. It's you know, it's not for us. We don't need to know. No. Yeah. What we need to know is why Lady Gaga feels pain and it's real to her. Well, I can cut it out. I don't remember. But but I do think a no. lot of things, no, don't cut, a don't, lot of... Don't be hard on yourself. Oh, God, now I am now <laughs> going to the brain. Now it's happening. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things are coming from the brain that we don't even necessarily know are coming from the brain. Yeah. And we should be all in therapy when we're at five. <laughs> yeah, I know. I waited so long to yeah. do that. Yeah. But it's very helpful. I went on meds, <laughs> anti-anxiety during the pandemic. And that like really, I wish I had known too. Like I wish that someone had said at some point, the level of anxiety that you were feeling all the time is not right. good. Like not and not we could help I you with that. I wish you said it to me, I know. Nicole. At that, at that <laughs> many, have... many a restaurant. No, you just looked at me with like no, I these eyes that were like, hmm. I never mm-hmm. would have ever looked at you No, this you way. were very um, welcoming. But I think I'd probably be more fun to have dinner with now because I think I'm a little more level-headed at the moment. You're fun no matter what mode I get you in. <laughs> I'll take you it however I, I can like get you, babe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good friend, you know? Take yeah. you in whatever form. They'll be like, okay, you're in a specific mood and mm-hmm. form right now. Nicole's seen me and all sorts of... I mean... <laughs> I've never seen you, Nicole, not in a excellent form. That's <gasps> not true. I've always I've seen you... I've given you my... Cuckoo cuckoo also. I don't feel <laughs> yes, like I, I saw cuckoo cuckoo yes, from you. I have. When? Tell us. Get it. When I thought that you hated me. <gasps> because we took too long to do a self tape? Because of my, yeah. It was a Oh my God. Thing. I like yeah, absolutely I loved me. doing it. <laughs> I know. I loved doing it. And I, I would have done it for hours longer. But, but you know what? Thing? That's the lesson. It was in your head. Exactly. Not mine. Not, not yours. Um, I would never, ever. And here's the thing also you helped me do my first self-tape which is why it took so long it's ever had, that you ever did yes because oh, i honor. had no idea what the fuck i didn't know yeah so i, I thought you did great I thought you keep doing i, it I actually remember it. what it was for and i thought you did great then, well didn't book um <laughs> i didn't book it <laughs> didn't watch it didn't book it didn't watch it but that's yeah i like really it was like i wasted so much of his time because i didn't know that for self tapes you're just supposed to shit him out and email him i just did a million of them but now i can't do a million you of sent them. them multiple takes no i you mean waiting. <laughs> multiple takes with me I because see. i was like it has to be perfect from tip to yeah, tail i don't mind didn't mind doing that yeah if it's a big up if it's a big opportunity i was yeah. like why is she calling me to do more <gasps> and a first self tape no matter what it is 
It's a big opportunity. Sure. I didn't. Yeah, it was. It was. Was it This Is Us? Yeah. No. (laughs) I know what it was and I won't say. Mm -hmm. Do I watch it? Do you watch it? Not on the air Mm. anymore. I'll tell you that. Is it time for a game? I think Mm. so. We want to now do a little game. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing is that we play casting on this podcast, which hopefully you will understand um basically we pick, <laughs> i have heard some of them okay great we pick a category and then we cast ourselves as things people places within that category i would love to hear who the three of us are in only murders i would love to do that mm-hmm. but also like do you have something that you want to bring to the table and cast with or should we find one as a community let's find one as a community let's yeah. workshop something here okay do you want we can go like actual things like characters from tv shows white lotus of course or we can mm. do states <laughs> or we can do appetizers or That's we can what do... i was just gonna say what appetizer are you at a family function Great. oh okay wow okay let's do a- and let's say specifically a holiday like mm. christmas a christmas family function what appetizer are you on the table great this is an amazing category and we cast each other too yeah yes. so right yes. now we're all gonna go in our little minds and then we'll all talk about them Okay, so and fear this. not, no one will be offended. You've only just met me, so yeah. So when you call her <laughs> garlic knots, she'll be okay. I'll with be it. okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm locked in. Okay, I'm locked in. Are you locked in? I think I'm locked in. I can start. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should start. Okay, to me, Jenny. Yeah, is undeniably buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> <laughs> I just really feel so spice. Mm. so down home southern flavors <laughs> sort of chicken <laughs> i just feel that your vibes are um just a, a big bowl of dip a dip with a meat yeah hot dip steamy with, uh, cheesy hot, i mean that's my dream that's your vibe yeah for me i gave myself what i would call an antipasti mm. but what you know people would call a charcuterie board Mm. I am a meat and cheese platter, I feel. Yeah. A little olive in there, a little cornichon. It just feels like peak Italian Christmas. And that is what I do identify myself as. And my dear Michael, I gave you deviled eggs. Oh. Once you pop, you cannot stop. Yeah. They are literally perfect little treats. And I personally could eat a million of them. And I never want to not be with you. Uh. (laughs) Is there anything on me or just a classic? No, just a paprika. Oof. Just a dab of paprika, a little spice. That's an honor. A little spice, not mm. too much. <laughs> That's my casting, Jeanette. I gave myself little meatballs on toothpicks. Amazing. <laughs> I do really see that. I do, yeah. I think hot meat. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to hot meat with you. Huh? I'm always, you know, I'm always on the hunt for that hot we need that hot meat <laughs> i mean it's one of those things that you're like i'll have a few of these and then like you have seven later and you're like why did i do that to myself and i feel like that feels right for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> why did i do that to myself nicole i gave you pigs in a blanket oh, so i just a personal favorite really you are pigs in a blanket you are pastry plus meat no one's ever sad to see it 
Thank you. Everyone says, yes, do we have hot spicy mustard to go with it? And that's where you get the little spicy Nicole kick in is that extra little mustard. And Michael, I gave you French onion dip. Potato chips. Oh, my God. Classic. It might be because that's my favorite. So it's such honor for you. And I feel honored to be with you here today. And you were in Nice recently, so you have French flair to you. Yes. Yes. You've got on stripes, so yes. I'm feeling very wee-wee. Everyone likes it. Yeah, I it's, see that too. It is like, that is the most delicious thing. Yeah. Lipton's specifically. Yes. Don't give me an artisanal. Don't give me anything. No, I, I want can. the classic. I want like, powder. Take this out, put the powder in, powder in put another little extra half of a powder in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let it sit. Mm-hmm. Eat it up. My mom every year. No, no one eats dinner. Because <laughs> so we just with ruffles, right? Like yes, yes. Uh, with a chip with some integrity. Yeah, Absolutely. and I'll take I'll take a baby carrot. I'll dip mm-hmm. it in there. Oh, I'm, uh-huh. not, yeah. I'm not scared to say it. Yeah, no, or celery. Mm. Don't mm. love that. I also but... like making it with. Um, sorry, but Greek yogurt, non-fat Greek yogurt, oh. is a good like yeah. different version if you're wanting yeah. to eat the whole thing. Greek yogurt Should really. Me too. <laughs> Does um, work as sour cream substitute. And that is wonders. good to know. I went along the same lines, but I thought you were like the taco dip. That's like the sour cream, the powdered taco stuff, the lettuce, the yes, cheese. The, yes. Sometimes people put olives and tomatoes on it. Just because I'm finding you very smooth. Oh. With so many layers. Oh. And I think you're a little spicy. Yeah. And... uh I find you to be delicious. Oh my God. <laughs> Jenny, you are taco yeah, dip. You're taco dip. Great. I am from Texas. And yeah. Just, yeah. I would say that you, Nicole, mm-hmm. are fondue. Oh, oh my wow. God. Because your fondue is so fun to eat. It's oh, mm-hmm. so much going on. It's really an activity. It's an I event. know. Like it's an event. It's an activity. It's made with a lot of love. It's not easy, mm. but it's so worth it. Mm. And you have cheese, you have wine, you have bread, you have so many a gorgeous night. things going on. It's like everything in one bowl, and then you get to stick stuff in it, which is like my favorite dream. Yeah. And I it was going to be a pig in a blanket, mm-hmm. but then I changed it to a stuffed mushroom. Uh, Say more. Because I feel like there's a base. Yeah. That's sort of like the vessel, which is adaptable. Yes. And then you can, I'm like, and you can fill it up with yeah, all the yeah. things, Hot like meat. a dirty little <laughs> mushroom cap. Um, no, um, no, like it just like, I find them so comforting and I yes. would like to think I'm comforting a to people. Percent. I find them adaptable, yes. which I'm trying to be. And that's nice. And I find them to feel like home and family and stuff. And those are all things that I like. Um, so that's what I am. I'm a stuffed mushroom. With the, the way I make stuffed yeah, mushrooms yeah. is just, it's a family recipe. It's just a mushroom. You take the stems, you put them in a food processor, you put some onions in a food processor, you saute that with, and shallots and garlic. You saute that with butter and wine and breadcrumbs and that's it and it's like just you're stuffing it with the mushroom stems and onions and garlic and wine and shallots and Sad. and parmesan cheese oh so much you, parmesan need, cheese. you need the cheese yeah like your favorite drink joe exactly. um <laughs> and like do you have just sort of a first impulse of like between the three of us who's mabel charles and oliver between the three of us 
you're Oliver. You're, you're Oliver a thousand percent. <laughs> I see it. I watch it. I'm like, that's me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Charles. Ooh. Jenny. Yes. And I, I think I would be Mabel. You self-identify as a Mabel. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Out of those three. I mean, there I could be any one of them. Well, hon, there's mm-hmm. no bad choices. There's no bad choices in that. Yeah, yeah, just can't... like the appetizers, there's yeah, no, there's bad, no bad answers, no bad choices. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for this doing is so this. so fun. Thank I'm, you. We're so thankful. I really liked it. I'm grateful to you. Where can the people, you know, find you? Check you out. Keep up with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Instagram, <laughs> I guess, MCC is nauseous. I can't change it once you... Why would you want to? Because uh, it was just a, like, can I just change it to like a Michael Cyril or sure, the sure. Michael Cyril or just Michael Cyril, like uh, Michael CC, anything but that. Yeah, but no, you can't. After like after you were verified, or which I never wanted to do. Someone from college who works in PR was like, "I'll do it for you. I'm going to do it for you." And I was like, "Okay, uh, send me all these things. Send me all these things." And they got it. They went through the process and made it happen. And I didn't really care that yeah. much. And now I really am mad that I did it because I can't change my name. <laughs> you got it. Does that person wow. still work there? No, they were a manager who talked to someone and I did write her and I said, hey, friend from college, can you talk to that person and just see if they can just get my name changed? And she was like, sorry, they left. So it'll be be MCC is nauseous forever. It doesn't really matter. I'm sure we can figure it out. Someone if you if you have an inside. If you work at Meta, yeah, reach out know. to us. Please don't ruin but the world. NCC is if you work at Meta, please, please let us yeah, just forget live. what other stuff you're doing. <laughs> this is where we need your attention. <laughs> yeah. Help me change my name. MCC can't um, be nauseous anymore. No, but I, 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 the reason why I don't, I like really love it anymore is because I'm not nauseous anymore. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I don't. Yeah. You're a new you know, person. Yeah, yeah I you've don't grown. You have a dog. Yeah. I have a dog. I can't be nauseous with yeah, a dog. No. So yeah, at MCC is nauseous. If you know how to spell nauseous, it took me years mm. to learn. It's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram and then... Uh, if you ever want to email me, I have a website. You can just email me on my website, which is like so 1993. Right? I have it when a contact submission form comes <gasps> in. I'm like, ooh, and it's always like, grow your follower account. <laughs> I always used to get okay. um, complaints because I had a web series called Jack in the A Box, and I used to get complaints, customer service complaints for Jack in the Box, Stop. the oh fast food place. And I was like, your store in Charlotte, North Carolina it's... is a piece of shit. And this person didn't <laughs> get me my French fries in time. And I got a lot of those. Who's the idiot now? Beth. <laughs> Beth. <laughs> Don't know it's Jack in the Box, idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and you can check him out on this season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And mm-hmm. starting August 8th, Only Murders in the Building. Yes. And yes. I'm sure a million other things because you literally are in everything. And that's a joy and a gift to the world. Yes. Thank you. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>